sales and selling. Ooh, those words can strike up so much fear within us. They can make us feel so uncomfortable, just the thought of selling, right? But here's the thing. Selling is such a crucial skill. Without being able to sell in a way that feels good to you and to the other person, your business is dying a slow death, maybe not even slow. Just say, one of my newer clients signed her very first client yesterday. And the absolute best part, she told me it felt easy. How good is that? I want that for you. I want selling to feel easy and wonderful. No hint of salesiness or pushiness. Doesn't that sound good? Listen in because it's totally possible for you. Let's get to it. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hey, hey, loves, what is up? How are you doing? I'm having the most chilled week. Like, yes, I've been working. but It's been one of those wonderfully flowy weeks. You know, those weeks when things just get done without that frenetic, busy feeling. I call it being on my cloud or cloud mode. Just, you know, when you feel so serene that nothing's going to bring you down. Yep, it's been one of those weeks. If you don't experience that feeling often enough, by the way, or like ever, then I can totally give away my secrets on that subject. Send me a DM in Instagram or Facebook and I'll record a podcast on that subject. So anyway, I'm on my cloud. And even though I'm not recording this at the time I'd planned to, and right now the rain and the wind are lashing at my window, it's all good. I've got my cup of tea. I've just eaten some dark chocolate. I'm ready for you. And I want us to chat about something super important today, sales. But before we dive into this topic, I just want to take a minute to read January's review of the month. In case you didn't know, each month I'm picking one lucky reviewer, reading their review on the show and giving them a free success coaching call with me. So January's review of the month comes from LJ Warren, and she says, the best podcast for helping to clear the noise, five stars. I've been struggling with drive, keeping things going as a solo business owner, listening to Corrie talk sense and her easy steps to implement for lots of different aspects of the business has helped me cut through the noise, plus made me finally take the step to get a VA to help with some small aspects, leaving me free to grow the business. Yay. Thank you so much for your review, LJ Warren. Reviews help this show so much because it enables us to reach more people and have more of an impact. So I really appreciate it. And congratulations because you won yourself a free coaching call. Send me an email to support at corriejavid.com and let's get your call booked in. If you want the chance to win a free call with me, head over to iTunes and leave your review. Okay, let's get to it. Sales. It's a good topic, this. You don't need me to tell you that sales are the lifeblood of your business, right? Because at the same time, I know that the idea of selling can fill you with dread. How do I know that? Because I've been there and I coach each and every single one of my private coaching clients that comes to work with me on this one subject, sales. Now, my clients come in all shapes and sizes with all kinds of businesses, but the kind of support that they need from me 
therefore varies, right? However, they all need help learning how to sell without feeling salesy. And that skill is one of my hands down favorite to teach. Why? Well, because when you feel comfortable selling, when you feel good in a sales situation, when sales leave you and the other person feeling great, business and life are just that much better. You don't stress or worry about sales because you know you've got this. And as a consequence, you can relax about the money element, meaning that money can flow into your life more easily. More on that in a bit. Also, think of it this way. If sales and selling are stressing you out, or even just call it causing you a mild feeling of discomfort, that's such a waste of energy, right? Think about how much more free you would feel if you could just let that fear of being salesy go. If it just poof, disappeared. That would be so good, right? And that's what I want for you. And that's why I'm excited about today's episode. So let's get down to it. So we're going to start with the fear of being salesy. Let's just address the first and most obvious thing. You're afraid of feeling salesy. Yes, otherwise you might not have listened to this episode. Well, that's okay. It's really very normal, my love. But here's the thing. That idea that you have that you just aren't born a salesperson or selling is not something that comes naturally to you or selling is something other people do well guess what? Yep, those are just stories, which is my polite way of saying it's bullshit. (laughs) Sorry, bit of tough love there for you. Here's what I know. When you own your own business, generally speaking, you are selling yourself in part, right? So selling can feel vulnerable, can't it? And then throw into that mix the fact that our culture likes to promote this stereotype of salespeople as being these sleazy or gross or pushy people. It's no real wonder that it can give you the heebie-jeebies. But no sales equals no business, mama, and we cannot escape that fact. So here's what I also know. Learning to sell in a way that feels good that leaves you with your values and your integrity intact, totally possible, totally learnable. Yes, even for you. (laughs) So without further ado, let's break this down into my five key ways that you can start selling without feeling salesy. Might want to grab a pen. Okay, number one is change your definition of selling. Here's one of the key reasons why you're afraid of selling and being salesy. Because your definition of sales is wrong. (laughs) If I asked you to write down all the thoughts and feelings you associate with selling, I'm guessing that a vast majority of them would be negative, right? In fact, go ahead and pause this if you like and do that right now. It can be so insightful to know how you really feel about selling, what those negative beliefs about selling are that you're holding on to. Because that negative view you have about selling, it's a negative energy that will seep into everything you do sales-wise. It will creep into your copy. It will weave its way into your sales conversations. You get the idea. So what's the answer? Well, you need to shift your mindset about what selling really is. So I did a fun exercise with one of my private coaching clients last week. I asked her a simple question. How do you define selling? And I'd love you to go ahead and answer that question for yourself right now. The reason this is such a great exercise 
is twofold. First, it makes you become more aware of the definition of selling that you've been working with so that if it isn't ideal or if it's not empowering, you can do something about it. And second, the best part in my opinion, is that it shows you the definition of selling is something you get to define. How cool is that? (laughs) So you don't like your definition of selling? Check it out, tear it up, write a new one. You literally get to decide what selling means to you. So do you want to know what my definition of selling is? I'm betting that you do. (laughs) It's this, giving someone the opportunity for me to help them. I'm going to repeat that. To me, selling means giving somebody the opportunity for me to help them. Now, tell me, what sounds salesy or sleazy or pushy about that? Isn't that so much more empowering to believe about sales? So go ahead and you come up with an empowering and supportive definition of sales for yourself, one that means something to you. Write it down somewhere that you can see it. Repeat it out loud if you must. Do whatever you need to do to get that ingrained in your brain and you'll already start to feel that negative energy around selling start to fade away. Okay, number two, leave your money baggage behind. Okay, well, we couldn't get any further into the episode without talking about money mindset, could we? (laughs) Yes, I'm obsessed with money mindset. It's quite possibly my favorite topic to discuss because it's so powerful, right? Because overcoming your negative beliefs around money is so, so transformational. Here's the thing. You can't separate sales and money, can you? So we have to talk about money. Remember when I said that your negative definition of sales was bringing a negative energy into anything sales related that you do? Well, throw in there your limiting beliefs around money and that's quite the potent cocktail. I feel like people can just sense your negative money energy. Here are some ways that your money mindset blocks, negative beliefs around money and the like will show up and sabotage your sale. You won't sell, like you won't promote something, you won't pitch, you won't ask for the sale. You'll run away as soon as someone has a money objection, which by the way is not a no, but let's keep that subject for another episode. You'll price too low and reduce the perceived value of what it is that you're selling. You'll be nervous in sales conversations. You'll jump in and offer discounts when someone's considering the price. I could go on. The point is, your fear of being salesy and your negative money stories are inexorably intertwined. There's no separating the two, just best to throw them out of the window together. Because let's boil this down for a second. If you believe that money is the root of all evil or that rich people are greedy and bad or that wanting money is somehow wrong or that you're not worthy of receiving money or that other people make good money but not you, then you bring this with you to every sales conversation, every thought that you have about promoting your business, every sales page or sales post that you write because you're essentially asking for money, yes? So here's the thing about your fear of being salesy. My theory is that your fear isn't a totally honest fear. What do I mean by that? Well, at a surface level, it's kind of fair enough not to want to seem pushy or sleazy or somehow hoodwink someone into buying from you. But do you know something else? I think you're a decent human being. Basically, not a dick. Then the chances are of you selling in that way, in a sleazy or salesy way, are non-existent because you're a decent human being, right? I think that what's really going on with your fear of being salesy is possibly a belief that asking for money in exchange for the thing that you create or the way that you help people is essentially wrong. 
You aren't comfortable in expecting to get paid or asking to get paid. Why? Well, because of those limiting beliefs about money that we just talked about, right? So if you can pinpoint the limiting beliefs around money that bubble up for you when you think about selling, then you can work on dismantling those and replacing them with new, more empowering beliefs around money that will support you in many ways, selling being just one of them. So this is one of the ways I love to work with my private coaching clients. As I've mentioned before, motherhood and money seem to me to be uh, very much related or motherhood has an impact on our money mindset, right? We end up as mothers doing lots of work without getting paid for it and quite gladly, right? Because we love our families and we love caring for them. And we do a lot of help-based activities for free. So when it comes to our businesses, if we've been used to giving freely but not getting anything financially in return, then when we are helping the person that we've set out to help with our business, it can feel weird asking for money, right? because we're so used to just helping for free. So that's just one of the ways that our money mindset can have been impacted. But of course, there's lots of different things that may have cropped up for you in your life. And it's worth tackling them because when you tackle them and you start to reprogram your money mindset, it's so empowering. It means that you get to show up in a completely different way and let go of all of that money baggage that you've been toting around. And that's been really heavy for you, whether or not you've realized it. Okay. So number three is to listen. (laughs) Sounds so bloody simple, doesn't it? (laughs) But it can actually be quite hard. Let me paint a picture for you for a second. Imagine you're in the middle of a sales conversation with a potential client. If you're feeling freaked out about money, maybe money's feeling really tight, so you really need this sale. But at the same time, you don't want to feel pushy. Can you see how quickly you can end up with this kind of whirlwind of a backing track going on in your mind, this kind of push-pull feeling, and it all feels like this tight energy, a tight energy around money, a tight energy around sales. All of these worries, doubts, fears, limiting beliefs and the likes, they crowd in and they add this noise to our subconscious and they prevent us from being truly present. But if you can slow down, if you can quiet that negative chatter and be fully present and just listen, oh my days, that's such a beautiful thing. As humans, we really crave to feel heard and understood, right? And I think even more so perhaps as mothers because we're quite starved of attention sometimes, aren't we? We're always giving our attention to others but not getting much in the way of undivided attention back. And so I think if you can show up for your potential clients and just really listen to what they have to say, it can be such a powerful thing. If you can leave your fear of selling and your money blocks at the door, you get to do that. You get to just listen. You can listen to this person in front of you, understand her, her pain points, her challenges. You can listen to why she's been finding it hard to take action to solve her problem. You can listen to why she wants things to change. You can listen to what it is that she's really after and why. If you do that, then selling without feeling salesy is a picnic because all you need to do is tell her how you can help her. And you're in the best position to do that because you listened, because you understand her and therefore you know how the thing that you do can help her to get the result that she's after. 
It's really that simple. So selling can be transformed into something that feels amazing. I want to share a quick story with you. I don't know if you've seen, I did a social media post on this, but I'm going to share here anyway. That I recently had a discovery call. So how I make the majority of my sales for my private coaching um, business is through what I call discovery calls. So a sales conversation. And during that conversation, I ask the potential client loads of questions. I listen (laughs) and she gets the opportunity to ask me questions and we just see if we feel like we'd be a good fit to work together. So I had this call with this lady and I was just so moved by her story. She had the most incredible story to share and she had the most beautiful mission with her, what she was trying to do and who she wanted to help and why. And it was just such a wonderful conversation. We both just clicked. We had the same kind of vibe. It was just a really uplifting and powerful conversation. And then at the end, she said something. I can't, I don't actually have it to hand. I can't remember exactly, but something about that she was just really grateful that I was even there um, and that I was available to help and support. And I actually welled up. It's the first time that I've really welled up on a sales call, but it was just tears of joy and just having that pure connection with somebody. Now, the reason I'm sharing this with you is because we can feel so pressured about sales and it becomes about targets or money or something else. But actually, at the heart of it, it can just be something really wonderful, just the opportunity to show up and listen to somebody and understand that person. So I wanted to share with you that example because it just illustrates that so nicely that sales can be something that does feel really good, right? Okay, so on to number four, cultivate self-belief. Here's the real secret to not feeling salesy. Get really sold on yourself. If you have a rock solid belief that you are the person to help your ideal client, then all idea of salesiness goes out the window because that confidence sells your thing for you, whatever your thing is. Being salesy or pushy is generally a result of Wanting to make the sale no matter what, i.e. a scarcity mindset because you're feeling so tight and grippy about money. And the other thing is feeling like tactics are maybe necessary to make a sale, which is again, (laughs) scarcity mindset at play because you have to close this one sale because you don't know where the next warm lead is going to come from. So that all of that kind of tight energy around money and making the sale and scarcity combines um, to make us more inclined to feel pushy or salesy, right? So that's where that really comes from. But if you rocked up to a sales conversation feeling completely convinced by your ability to do whatever it is that your job description says, then you could just freely talk about what it is that you do with passion and enthusiasm. And that right there is the most effective sales approach that there is. No pushy methods or underhand tactics are required, right? So let's take ourselves out of the equation just for a second, okay? So we can get some perspective on how exactly this works. Now, I'm reaching over here because I just had this idea. I've got this bar of chocolate in front of me. I mentioned that I had some dark chocolate, right? And I'm going to show you how easy it is to sell something when you just feel genuinely sold on that thing. So I've recently found this brand of chocolate called Coco, C-O-C-O, and they're made in Edinburgh. And I just love everything about this company. So the chocolate itself is 
divine and they do all kinds of flavors that are completely my bag things like chocolate with earl grey tea and chocolate with lavender i love all that shit <laughs> and this one in particular is isle of sky sea salt dark chocolate i've been to the isle of sky so that just makes me happy <laughs> okay and so it's not only is it delicious but the wrapping you have to go and check out the wrapping on their website because they are beautifully packaged with original artwork designed by their UK-based team of artists, which I think is so wonderful. So not only do you have this beautifully crafted chocolate, but it is encased in a beautifully crafted piece of artwork. I mean, those are just two of my loves there together. So it's really incredible. And then they have all sorts of other things um, about this business. Their values are the same as mine. So they use, um, they don't use palm oil rather. It's made within the origin of the actual chocolate. Uh, what else can I tell you? It's vegan. Not that I'm vegan, but it's, that means it's good for my vegan friends, right? So the point is, I absolutely adore this chocolate. And having a little square of this in the middle of my afternoon is one of the ways that I just feel extra flowy. Remember I said I was feeling flowy today? Chocolate is part of it. So can you see how I just waxed lyrical <laughs> about this bar of chocolate? And I bet you it's got you curious about this particular brand of chocolate. What makes it so great? I bet that you're wondering what the beautiful packaging actually looks like. You may even be on Google right now. Don't worry, I'll save you the hassle. I'll pop a link in the show notes. And no, this isn't an ad. My point is, is it's really easy to sell something when you feel totally sold in it. So I could sell this bar of chocolate till the cows come home because it doesn't feel like sales to me. It just feels like me telling you, my friend, about this amazing bar of chocolate that I've discovered because I genuinely want you to enjoy this chocolate as much as I'm enjoying it, right? So that's all it is. So can you see how when we take ourselves and whatever we're selling out of the equation and just apply it to something else that we feel enthusiastic and passionate about, it's really easy, right? So you need to get back to that for you. So the same is true if I use my own business, right? So selling my own services, I am totally sold on myself and my ability to help you. That doesn't make me arrogant. It just means that I have that rock solid self-belief, which I've had to work on cultivating. Let's be honest, it hasn't happened overnight. But I have that rock solid belief that if you are my ideal client, if you're a mother and an online business owner and we vibe together on a call and I feel like you're my ideal client, then I know that I am hands down the best person to help you. I know that if you want to build and grow a business that supports you, if you want to increase your income, not your hours, if you want to finally achieve a feeling of balance and do all of this without struggle or sacrifice, then you and I should totally chat. And I believe that I am definitely your best option in helping you to shortcut your way to success if those things are true for you. And because I've done it myself, I've created and grown a business that supports me. I've done it while working flexibly and I've helped my clients do the same. Because of that, I feel like I'm your woman. I'm the best person you could have in your corner, cheering you on, bolstering you, supporting you as you build and grow your business. See, nothing salesy or pushy there, <laughs> just honest talk straight from the heart because I genuinely believe in what I'm saying. The point is you need to get sold on yourself. If you aren't sold on yourself, how can you expect the other person to be? It will come across in your sales copy. It will come across in your social media posts. It will come across in your sales conversations if you don't have that self-belief. Now, self-belief isn't something that you can 
just acquire at the drop of a hat. I get it. But equally, it is something that you can focus on cultivating and building up, right? When you focus that intention on building your self-belief, then it can start to happen really quickly and it has a beautiful snowball effect, right? So if this one is ringing true for you, I'd suggest to start by boosting that self-belief. A really great place to start with it is to make a list of all the ways that you can help someone. Journal out just why you are uniquely placed to help your ideal clients and then commit to adding to that list. Even if that list doesn't feel as long as you would like it to be yet, just be grateful that there are things in that list. And just by switching your attention to and tuning your awareness to that idea that you want to cultivate this sense of self-belief means that your brain will automatically be looking for evidence to add to this list, which is a great thing, right? And as the list starts to build and grow, you can start feeling more sure of yourself and what it is that you're selling, which will make your sales so much easier because you will just show up and talk passionately from the heart about what it is that you do and why you like to help people. Simple as that. Okay, number five stop making it about you. (laughs) So here's the thing. One of the reasons why you need to work on your money mindset, that you need to shift your perspective of selling, that you need to show up and listen and get sold on yourself is actually so that you can stop making sales all about you. (laughs) Because when you're afraid of being salesy, although you have a good intention in there, i.e. not wanting to push the other person into a purchase decision that doesn't serve them, Really, your fear is coming from you. You don't want to appear pushy, salesy, or sleazy. You are afraid, afraid of how you will be perceived, afraid of what that would mean about you if you were salesy, right? You believe, perhaps, that making money is bad, or asking for money is bad, or doing that will make you look bad, etc., With all this focus on how you appear during the sales process, you're completely neglecting the main thing here. Sales are relationships. Selling is about helping your ideal client or customer. It's about them, their outcome, right? It's about what you can help them to achieve, right? You started your business, I'm guessing, because you want to help people with whatever it is that you do. Well, guess what? In order to do that, you need to show up for them. You need to get on with the business of promoting and selling so that you can help them. You can't help them if they can't find you. You can't help them if you can't convince them that you are the best place person to help them and that your product or service is the solution they need. You can't help anyone if your business folds because you shied away from sales. (laughs) So you see, it really isn't about you. You need to work on yourself, yes, to get more confident at sales. But what can make all the difference is really this mindset shift of, oh, it's not about me. I need to get out of my own damn way so I can do the work and help the people in the way that I set out to. To put this point into action, I'd recommend spending a little time journaling on your purpose. Get clear on or reconnect to who you want to help and why. That right there should be your driver in selling. And when you flip that focus onto who you want to help and why, it takes so much pressure off of you, right? Because it isn't about you anymore. It's about how you can connect with, build relationships with, show up for and serve the very people you set out to help. So that's much more motivating and means that your sales endeavors come from a great feeling place, right? 
a place of integrity. Much more motivating that way um, than the motivation being in your sales activities, something along the lines of, help, I need to make more money, which can throw off your energy, right? And the great thing is that if you show up in this way, follow these five steps that I've laid out in today's podcast, you'll find that selling is easier and you'll feel better about it. And guess what? (laughs) When you do it that way, the money flows all the more easily anyway. So you get to make the money you want to make, but do it in a way that feels good. Win-win. So next up, it's time for today's Dash of Woo. I like to add a little Dash of Woo to most episodes, which are just a small practical manifestation or mindset tip designed to help you put what I've been teaching into place and give it that extra bit of oomph. So for today's Dash of Woo, I'm letting you in on a little woo-woo technique that I actually use before and after sales. And in my instance, I'm meaning specifically this is something that I use for sales conversations, but you could use the same principle really uh, for any sales activity. So what I do is before I hop on a discovery call with somebody, uh, which is my sales conversation call, I will spend just maybe a minute with my eyes closed, raising my vibration, so feeling good. I might put on some uplifting music just so that I get to show up in the best way possible for the potential client because, again, I really want to listen to her and be present with her and show up as my best self if I can in that moment, right? And so I will set a little intention after some deep breaths of how I want to show up for her. And I will feel excited about getting to meet and learn more about this potential client, right? So I do that intention setting at the beginning. And I do a little really quick visualization, which just kind of, I don't even overthink it right now. It just kind of comes naturally to me at this point. But I just visualize the call going really well, us laughing and smiling and really clicking and feeling like we've had a great call by the end of it. And what I found is that by setting that intention, it just takes, like I said, even a minute of time. It can make all the difference to how you actually show up during that call and can help you to bring that mindfulness and that presence that we're after. Okay, then after the call, what I do is if I felt like we were a really good match for working together and I'm excited to be working with this person, then when the call is finished, then I again close my eyes, take some deep breaths, but this time I send out, and this is where it comes becomes extra woo-woo this week, I send out waves of love from my heart to her heart and so I might even stretch out my arms sometimes. <laughs> so... I know that this sounds like kind of funny to imagine me sitting in my office, just smiling to myself, arms outstretched, waves of love emanating from me. But I think it's a really nice thing to do to send out that positive energy into the universe. And it just rounds out the call in a really nice feeling way. And then the other thing that I might do is just imagine um, or visualize a couple of situations where perhaps we're on a coaching call and having a really good time, having some great breakthroughs or achieving some really great things. And I also love to imagine, because this is one of my favorite parts of my job, her sending me some messages in Basecamp, which is the tool that I use with my private clients to stay in touch between calls. 
sending me a message in Basecamp telling me about some success or some achievement or some win that she's just experienced. And I, I love those messages. Those are the things that just absolutely light me up. So I imagine this particular person that I've just had the call with sending me one of those messages and it just makes me happy, makes me feel so grateful for the work that I get to do. And I just think that having that positive energy before and after the call just creates this kind of wrapper for the call, like a wrapper of love. I'm sounding extra woo-woo today. I know, it's okay. And I just really enjoy that technique. So I'd love you to think about if you can do the same. Now, if you don't have sales conversations as part of your business model, that's fine too, because you can do the same thing just before or after writing an email or just before or after writing some kind of sales copy or sales post. You can just visualize or imagine an an ideal client. Okay, maybe you don't know the particular person, depending on your business model. You might not get that much, say, customer contact, but you could still set the same intention to really show up for the activity, the sales activity that you're just about to do. And then at the end, send whatever it is that you've just done, the copy, the email out into the world with that extra boost of loving energy. So there we have it, ladies. Those were my five tips on how you can sell without being salesy. Just to recap them for you, they were, number one, change your definition of selling. Number two, leave your money baggage behind. Number three, listen. (laughs) Number four, cultivate self-belief. And number five, stop making it about you. (laughs) And we also had that dash of woo. I hope you've enjoyed what I've been teaching on today's show and I hope you're looking forward to putting these tips into place and selling with more ease and less fear of salesiness. Hit me up with a Instagram or Facebook DM if you've enjoyed them and let me know how you're getting on with putting those tips into practice. I always love to hear from you ladies. If you want to find out more about the show, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash how to sell for the show notes or you can find the show notes inside your podcast player. If you've been listening and thinking, I could really do with some one-to-one support with either sales and sales confidence or with any part of growing your flexible, fulfilling and profitable business, then you and I should totally chat, my love. I think you know that that's my jam, helping you in that way. (laughs) Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash work with me and you can find out about the different ways that I work with my private coaching clients, see if one feels like a good fit for you. And we can just hop on a call and have a chat there's a booking link to book a discovery call at the bottom of that page and if that's you then i'm looking forward to speaking with you and learning more about you and your business thank you for listening i appreciate you so much if you've enjoyed listening to today's show make sure you subscribe on itunes or stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.